Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Today, in honor of it officially being spring, I wanted to give you some spiritual spring cleaning tips. And basically, the idea is to give you some tips in order to make space and detoxify your life so you can make space for the new um, and allow new things to come into your life. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. Hi everyone, my name is Pyle Agarwal and I want to welcome you to the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Affirmations have changed my life and now it is my mission to help you use them to change yours by using affirmations every day to manifest things your way. My goal is to make affirmations attainable and accessible to every single person, including you, because you have the ability to take control and create your reality. So come with me on my journey and let's see what we can manifest together. All right. Happy spring, my loves. And before I get started with the spiritual spring cleaning tips, I actually wanted to shout out some of my reviewers. And so for those of you who don't know, on the iTunes podcast app, you can actually leave reviews. And so if you've never done that before and you like this podcast or it has helped you or added value or just open your eyes in any way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could write a review. And I really wanted to shout out Kels1028 um, and she left a review saying that I started following Pyle on Instagram and I quickly realized I needed to pay attention to and put into practice her affirmations and daily practices. Her podcast is amazing and makes my morning commute so enjoyable and helps me start the day with a positive mindset. If you're at all interested in transforming your life through affirmations, give this a listen. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Kels1028. And if you are listening to this, send me a DM or email me and I would love to send you something in the mail as just a little thank you. Um, because these reviews seriously help me spread the word so we can spread the power of affirmations to more and more people. So if you do enjoy listening or if any of the episodes are ever helpful for you, please leave some feedback. That way we can get this message out to more and more people. So just thank you again for all the support you guys give me, whether it's through DMs or through the podcast app or comments, whatever it is, it all is so encouraging and so helpful. So just thank you from the bottom of my heart. And now into the episode. The reason I was inspired to make a spiritual spring cleaning episode is because I think we spend so much time realizing spring cleaning is here, but we always forget to do it. So I kind of created a more spiritually oriented list that you can implement, some of them starting today, um, in order to help you make space for the new. And this relates to manifestation and affirmations and law of attraction because 
because when you are trying to manifest something, sometimes we have to let go of some of the old stuff because when we hold on so tight to the old things in our life, we don't really have room for anything else. And so this spring cleaning is actually an effort to help you make space for welcoming new things into your life. And sometimes it feels really weird or really difficult to cut out some of the things we're so used to. And so I think it'll be really helpful if you try implementing some of these tips. And I have five of them and I'll dive deep into them and give you kind of explanations or tips and tricks on how to really get the most out of these. So the first tip is to clean out your physical environment. And this is probably the most obvious, the one that we're all most familiar with. And it's so powerful because your physical environment is really, really telling about who you are and it just impacts your day-to-day -day because your brain is always absorbing bits of information so just your physical environment whether it is your desk or your room or wherever you spend a lot of your time your brain is absorbing the energies and the information that is in that stuff. And so for example, if your room or your desk is really cluttered or you have a lot of old paperwork that you hate looking at, maybe figure out a way to declutter that or organize that in a way that is pleasing to you rather than makes you feel super stuffy. Because the more you declutter and make your physical environment more pleasing to you, the more your brain will actually be at peace just in general. So physical environment is so important and maybe that means that you get some crystals if you like crystals or maybe get a diffuser or have a plant plants are always good oxygen or shift around your room even even if you don't want to buy new stuff change is really nice for the mind and the body and so I what I like to do is every kind of few months I like to shift things around because I don't like buying new stuff unless I need it I feel like it just promotes clutter so what I do is I just rearrange things I find I take one crystal and I move it to the other side of the house or I take I move my desk and face it the other way or face it towards the window just to kind of create spontaneity and some play in my life and so first step is to declutter and kind of cleanse your physical environment because we forget that our brain notices every single thing that's around us so if there's like that stack of papers that just makes you want to vomit whenever you look at it or really messy cords in your area clean that stuff up it is really really important to clean up the clutter and that goes for your closet. Feel free to clean out your closet. I did that and it was so nice because it felt like there was an entire weight lifted off my shoulder. Clean the garage, clean that junk drawer that has everything in it. Just do it all or just do one of them, but it's really, really powerful and we take for granted how important cleaning up and decluttering our physical environment is. And if you think about it, think of it like a closet. Say you wanna buy new clothes, but your closet is completely full you have to take out some of those old clothes to make room for the new clothes. And that's the same with your physical environment. If you want new physical things or if you want changes to happen, you have to take out some of that old stuff to make space for the new. And this is gonna be kind of a recurring theme throughout all five of these tips. And so moving on to number two, um, I kind of grouped this one into, I called it the digital environment. So physical stuff, we know we have so much physical stuff, but you also have a lot of digital things, like whether it is you have a lot of digital files on your computer or digital photos or emails. Like for me, my biggest pet peeve is having that stuff really crowded. Um, I know this was like kind of a trend was having like 
inbox zero, like so having no emails in your inbox. And I can't tell you how many of my friends have like a thousand unread messages, whether it's just spam, but you just never go through and clean it. And for me, that has been the most like peaceful thing for my mind, not because I'm OCD, but more so because knowing that I'm not like, I'm not behind on a thousand emails. And so I highly recommend doing like a cleanse of your digital environment. So for example, your laptop, take an inventory of what's on your laptop, delete the old documents that just have no purpose. And honestly, it's really fun to do this because it brings back some memories. Like for me, I was doing this and I saw some of the old papers I would write in college or my old resumes and all the different revisions I had. And I even like some of the stuff I had was from when I was really little and I would open up paint. If people even don't know what paint is, I would open up paint and just draw on paint and it was so fun. And I found some of my old pictures and so it can be really fun, but also really cool to see what no longer serves you. I deleted a lot of my college work because some of that stuff brought me so much pain. And just when you, it's like when you think of something and you're just like, dang, that was a really tough time. I deleted that because I didn't need that anymore. I learned what I needed to from that experience. I don't need to keep that report just to keep reminding me of the pain I went through. So for your laptop, go through all your files. And even on Macs, there's some really cool features where it helps you and it shows you what takes up the most space. And so go through and delete all of that. And next digital thing is our phones. So for me, I'm guilty and this I still have not done. Um, I have at the moment about 20,000 photos on my phone and I know I don't need all of them. Half of them are probably duplicates. So take a day and go through and delete all that. Maybe there's an app for it. If you know of any quicker solutions to detox, uh, to clean out your photos on your phone, please let me know. I would absolutely love to know that because that's the one thing I have not done um, just because of the amount of scrolling and everything involved. So to clean out your phone, one thing I do is I don't keep any old messages on my phone. And I know actually thinking of my friends, a lot of them, they keep messages from guys that they're talking to or people or just like screenshots of messages because I remember in college that was a huge thing. Like people would send screenshots of those messages to keep as proof to show like how that person screwed up or where that person was messed up. But delete those. Like it was in the past, like there was no need to hold on to those grudges. Um, and if it's not serving you well, don't keep it. If it's a screenshot of a text that made you so happy, please keep that. But most of the ones that I remember kind of dealing with in college were screenshots of arguments or of people being bratty or of people being petty. And that's not a positive thing that does not serve you. That just irritates us more. So if you have those types of messages on your phone, um, delete those. Another thing I do is I have an automatic setting where after 30 days, it just deletes those messages from my phone. One, it takes up a lot of space. And two, it really teaches how to let go and not kind of live in messages and what happened in the past. It really has taught me a really good way of letting go. That was very hard for me to do, I will admit. But now, like, it is so relieving because I feel like I don't have an attachment to my phone even. And I was very attached to my phone, especially when me and Tom were long distance. So if that sounds like you, that's a really good tip and a really kind of freeing practice. We forget how attached we are to things that we can't even touch. So highly, highly recommend that. 
And lastly, the one I could think of with digital environment is your emails. I know I mentioned this, but we have so many spam emails. We have so many kind of email lists that we're on or unintentionally on. And if that's not making you happy and you don't like it, unsubscribe from it. I know there's apps that combine those types of email lists for you, like the spam ones. You can download one of those. But what I did is I individually went through and unsubscribed. It took probably like an hour maximum because it's probably the same 15 or 20 companies, like your cell phone bill, all those types of random bills. But make it a habit unsubscribe and after you unsubscribe just make that a habit that every time you get an email you don't want you just unsubscribe right away it's a really kind of preventative maintenance tip that really helps you feel like you've got your shit together excuse me I normally don't cuss but it just felt really appropriate um but yeah so that is number two is cleaning your digital environment now the next one is people and so we are so influenced and impacted by the people we surround ourselves by physically, mentally, and digitally. So those are three areas. Think about people who you surround yourself daily and if it's work or coworkers and they serve you well and they make you happy, that's amazing. Appreciate them, show them gratitude. But there's always some people in our life that don't always bring out the best in us and I'm not saying just avoid them because sometimes that's not possible. But what you can do is figure out a way that you can re- frame their experience in your story and send them love and kind of fix that relationship so they don't irritate you every time you see them. Another thing is toxic friendships. I am very guilty of holding on to toxic friendships that don't serve me and it's really really time to let go because we hold so much importance of oh lifelong friends this and that but honestly lifelong friends are amazing and some of my best friends are my childhood friends but sometimes you meet people that you just click with in the future and that's okay like you don't have to always have lifelong friends and keep them because they've been with you because people change too and if you guys aren't serving each other or you just see things really differently and it causes more stress than happiness, then it might be time to let go of that and make some space for new friends that support who you really are at this point in time. And maybe they'll come back around again later. That doesn't mean they're out of your life forever. It's just getting rid of the need to keep people in your life just because they've been there for a long time. And lastly, and I think most importantly, social media. I looped this into the people one because we are following people on social media and be really cognizant of who you're following. So I have two accounts. I have a personal account that I've had since I was in high school or something, but I actually never go on it anymore because I follow people I went to school with. I follow my old coworkers. And I scroll, I probably went on that last week just to look at it and it literally made me feel so irritable. It made me feel so nasty inside just seeing those people and just thinking thoughts that I feel like I used to think and it just did not serve me well and I was like this is why I don't get on, I didn't get on social media that much before. Now on my Affirmation Addict account, I only follow people who really inspire me and so when I look at my feed, I'm inspired but it's more so about for me connecting to you guys and you guys all inspire me. So just be really cognizant of who you're following on social media and I remember and I forgot 
out about this, honestly. It was such a big deal if I'm not following someone back, but it's also like, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't like looking at your stuff and it brings me weird feelings when you do, so I'm not gonna follow you back. Like, have the power to say like, I don't like looking at your stuff. And when you look at someone's stuff and you just judge them, we all have those people. I remember I would go specifically to people's profiles and I would literally just go to like, judge them and observe them not because I cared about what they were doing not because I liked them just because I wanted to judge them and I don't know why I need to reflect on that more but I did that a lot and I noticed myself doing that when I got on my personal profile and so I did a thing where I was like I'm only going to go on my personal profile if I get a message on it and that's it and so I don't go on there anymore at all. And on Affirmation Addict, I only follow people who really inspire me because it's really important. That's the information we're absorbing every single day for Instagram and Facebook. I need to do this, but on Facebook, I have friends from high school and they're just so unaligned with who I am now. And that's okay. Like they're on a different path and they're just not like, we're not even friends anymore. So I don't want them seeing that stuff. So I do need to go through and unfriend them as well. And it doesn't mean I don't care about them. Like they can still message me. Like I just don't want to see what's going on in their life. So be really, really kind of picky with who you give your attention to on social media because we tend to follow people who don't serve us or don't bring up the best emotions in us because it's dramatic and it's fun and it's juicy but those feelings will only go so far they're not that exciting and they're not that fulfilling and over time they just get old and so whether you're following celebrities that you like knowing about their gossip that's fine but is that really serving you? That's your decision to make. So go through and take inventory of your friends and your following um, and see if it's really what you want to be seeing every single day because that's the type of stuff your brain is going to be attracting into your life, the types of thoughts you feel and the types of things you're seeing. So be really picky. It's okay to be powerful and picky with your following and with your friending. And now moving on to number four. So we talked a lot about the physical environment, the digital environment, and now the people in your physical environment. And now it's time to focus in and talk about ourselves. And so I really want you to take a little bit of time and reflect about some things that you do that just don't make you feel good. And it might just be an old habit. It might be something you feel like you have to do and you keep doing it, but you dread it. Whatever it is, think about the habits that you have in your life at the moment that don't make you feel good. Um, for some people, that's when they drink alcohol. They drink it because it's social, whatever, but after they don't feel good. For some people, that's eating a lot of sugar. I personally really like sugar. Like, I like sweet stuff, but if I eat a lot of, like, cane sugar heavy things I feel really sick afterwards and so for me I try not to eat too much sugar not to be healthy because I love desserts but more so because I just don't feel good after and so think about some of the habits I know both of those were diet related but whatever it is that makes you feel guilty and you don't like it maybe it's the habit of looking in the mirror and self-sabotaging yourself like and saying oh i need to fix this about myself i need to fix that about myself so whatever habits that you have in your life that you don't like and that you're not the most proud of and they don't feel good to you that's okay but you can cut those out what can you replace that with what can you kind of 
override that with to make you feel good like no one is forcing you to do anything and maybe you do feel like you're obligated to do something but let go of those obligations I used to have really big obligations towards my family um and not my parents necessarily but more extended family and I realized like it's my choice. That was what I want to do. Just because it looks bad that I don't want to talk to them or I don't want to do this, that's fine. Like they don't treat me well sometimes either. And that's a two-way street. I can't just do it because of the social norms that I have to have a really good relationship with every single individual in my extended family. So whatever those habits are, whether you hate the fact that you keep texting your ex-boyfriend Cut that out, delete his number, take that action. Because a big thing we forget is with making space and manifestation and all this stuff, you do need physical action because you need physical action because you're living in a physical world. If you were just floating around in space as a little ball of energy, you might not need that physical action. But right now you're a human being on earth in the physical world. So you've got to take physical actions to spark some change and to make those transformations. So don't take that lightly. It's really, really powerful to just make small shifts in your life to what you really like. And lastly, and probably my favorite is detoxify yourself from those self-destructive thoughts. I mentioned it a little bit about looking at yourself in the mirror, but think about the ways you are holding yourself back. Do you feel like you're not good enough? Do you feel like you're not living out your true purpose? Do you feel like you're not doing what makes your heart happy? Do you feel like you're holding back? What are the things that you don't feel like you're fully able to express yourself and let go of some of those self-destructive thoughts? Give yourself a break. Give yourself the credit that you are doing exactly what you're supposed to do. And today... Right now, you're already listening to this podcast, you're already making that shift. You're already ready to make space for the new things, for those new loving thoughts for yourself, for those new proud thoughts for yourself. Like, when was the last time you felt proud of everything you've accomplished? When was the last time you were actually happy and felt light? So start taking inventory of the thoughts that don't serve you and just put them away. And I have some affirmations that I will give, of course, that you can practice to kind of seal the deal and kind of cleanse out all that negativity because I want you to move forward. Spring is such a beautiful time. It's a time for blossoming and it's when flowers come, which are my favorite. So spring is such a fun time to really open yourself to those new opportunities because it's a really, really flourishing time. Like this is your time to get out of that shell, get out of that like area you were in this time around of your last year and get even bigger, even better. So some affirmations that you are more than welcome to repeat, recite, write down, whatever you need to do to help you get those into your mind and get that into your kind of true belief system and to help you really cleanse everything that's not serving you. I'm going to give you five of them and just practice them. Do what feels good to you. And here they are. So the first one is I feel light, happy, and free. I have space for the unexpected opportunities that are coming my way. I let go of everything that's not serving me. I welcome miracles and greatness. And I am exactly where I'm supposed to be.
So play around with those five affirmations and maybe embody them for a few days and see how that feels for you because this is your time to cleanse everything that's not serving you so you can make space for the new. And even if you implement just one of these, I know I gave you a lot of different tips because some people have done some of these, some people have done none of these. So I wanted you to have a bunch of different ways to implement and depending on what your lifestyle is like so it can fit to everybody's needs. Start with those and practice these affirmations so you can really kind of seal the deal and really let your mind know that you're serious, you're not playing games, like you are ready to make space for the new, you are ready to be living on purpose and living intentionally. And so that is what I really wanted to provide you with was just tips that you can actually use to cleanse your life physically, energetically, emotionally, and all of that. And cleansing can be tough. And so give, be gentle with yourself, give yourself time and don't put yourself on a timeline, but have fun with it too. And you can make little rituals out of it. Like if you like burning things or if you like saging things, or if you like just showing gratitude to those things because they were in your life and they served some sort of purpose up until the moment you discard them. So have fun with it. Do what feels good to you. Play around with these. And if you implement even one of these things, please DM me. I would love to hear in what ways you are providing yourself with some spiritual spring cleaning and getting rid of some of the toxins and anything that's not serving you. So if you do any of these, please send me a DM, share it with your friends. And as always, just thank you for being here and spending some time with me. I absolutely love sharing these tips with you. And if you enjoyed, feel free to rate, review, subscribe. If you haven't done any of the above, please do so. It's so helpful. So thank you once again and have a beautiful day ahead. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. That's all I have for you guys. And I just want to say thank you again for spending some time with me. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, head over to my social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or go to my website if you want to subscribe to my email list, which is affirmation-addict.com. I cannot wait to hear from you guys. And I will talk to you guys super soon. Have a good one, you guys. Bye.